I'm Janet No, And I'm Andrea Dillon. We are a mother-daughter CPA firm serving the United States business community with tax preparation services, tax planning, tax resolution, assurance and audits, and CFO outsourcing and consulting. Thank you for listening to the WOW podcast, Words of Wealth from CPAs of Florida. Learn more at cpasofflorida.com or call us at 239-936-6144. I'm Janet Noak. And I'm Carol McCarley. And we are here to provide some tips on 2020 tax filings. As we begin to file the returns from 2020, we're seeing a few things that, that clients aren't taking advantage of. So Carol, you want to touch on something about charitable contributions, I believe. Yeah, that's one of the most missed things that we're seeing this year. If you are out of practice and giving your accountant all of your charitable donations for cash charitable donations because you're not itemizing anymore, with the new COVID relief, you can actually get $300 over and above your standard deduction. So make sure that if you did any of your contributions, you give that to your accountant because that's extra funds in your pocket. So normally I don't save all of my charitable receipts, but you're telling me that for this year I should give them to you at least $300 worth if I did that, right? Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. I think you had another tip which was regarding the stimulus checks or the economic impact payments. It's a mouthful, (laughs) EIP. Yeah, with the EIP payments, a lot of times people don't want to give them to us because they know they're not taxable. Well, we know they're not taxable too, but what you don't know is that they are actually an advancement of a tax credit available on your 2020 tax return. So your accountant needs to know how much you got, the exact dollar amount, because it needs to be reconciled with the IRS on your 2020 tax return. So. If I'm hearing you correctly, we have to report this because either I might be owed some money or I might owe back some money to the IRS if I got money that I didn't deserve. Is that correct? Yes. So a lot of people are saying they don't know if they got them. So what's going to happen if I fail to tell you that I got it and then you say I didn't get it and then you report it on my tax return? What's going to happen? You're going, to get, you're going to get money back from the IRS, and when they reconcile with their database, they're going to send you a letter and a tax bill saying you have to pay it back to them, and nobody wants that. So just filing your tax return, it's possible that you could get a duplicate stimulus check payment, and then all of a sudden the IRS is going to send you a letter and say, hey, you owe us back. Right. Awesome. Okay, that's going to be a big problem in the upcoming months if people don't know if they got their stimulus checks. The IRS does have on their website where you can see if you got a payment. Now the first screen that you look at, the get my payment, it's not going to tell you the dollar amount, but it'll at least tell you that you got something. So whether it be a check or a direct deposit in your accounts, you can always double check that. Great tip, Carol. Okay, so let's talk about the RMDs, the required minimum distributions. And required is a funny word because I think in 2020 they weren't required. Is that right? Yes, they were not. You had a choice of whether you wanted to take them or not. But your accountant still needs to know because we're, if you are, you won't get a one of your 1099R statements. So you might forget that you didn't take them. But we need to know so that way we won't ask you for them. And that's going to affect your estimated payment requirements for 2021. So you probably need to figure out whether you're going to take an RMD in 2021 and whether you actually want to make those estimates for the upcoming year. Is that right? Right, because you'll need to plan for that. 
Awesome. So I think you had one more tip for us today, and that was regarding all those pesky medical receipts you get all year long. Yes, if you're one of those people that likes to add up every little $5 deduction or on your, for your medical payment, your medical expenses, you do not need to do that unless, those, unless that dollar amount exceeds 7.5% of your adjusted gross income. So you can kind of gauge on where that number should be. And you do not get dollar one until after it exceeds the 7.5%. So there's no need to bring me a whole box full of little tiny receipts from CVS. So let's just put some numbers to it. If I have $100,000 in income, unless I have $7,500 worth of medical receipts, you don't need them. Is that correct? I don't need them because you won't get anything from them. What if I have long-term care insurance? Will that count into it? Yes. So yeah, so if you have 7,500 including your long-term care, then go ahead and start saving those receipts. Right, and then, you can, then you'll probably itemize. Perfect, okay. Any other tips for us or are we all good, Carol? I think we're good now, but I'm sure we'll have more. Yeah, we will look forward to providing you all kinds of additional information on future podcasts. So thank you for joining us today. I'm Janet Noak. And I'm Carol McCarley. I'm Janet Noak. And I'm Andrea Dillon. We are a mother-daughter CPA firm serving the United States business community with tax preparation services, tax planning, tax resolution, assurance and audits, and CFO outsourcing and consulting. Thank you for listening to the WOW podcast, Words of Wealth from CPAs of Florida. Learn more at cpasofflorida.com or call us at 239-936-6144.